we all have our different struggling point like whatever point we started at or whatever point you started at may have been different from the next producer you meet or the next person Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the New Era Podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. I have a very special guest. He goes by the name of Daniel Robert. He is a producer and engineer out here in the Los Angeles area. What's up, Daniel? How's it going? Glad to be here. Glad to be a part. Thank you for coming out. I know we've been in contact within the past, what, a few days? A few days, yeah. So what is it? Well, I mean, I kind of let a little bit of what you do. So how did you get into that? Um... Well, I'm a producer, songwriter, engineer, um, born and raised out here in L.A., directly in Hollywood, so that's kind of already the start there. Right. Once you're, once you're born out here, mm-hmm. um, you're watching, you're listening, you, mm-hmm. you, you, you leave your house and people are in costumes and people are playing right. music and different this, different that, so mm-hmm. realistically, a lot of it started just from being from here, um, mm-hmm. growing up here and then going into high school. Um, I saw so many different musicians and, and people selling music around Hollywood Boulevard and doing so many different things that I was just like, I'm going to give this a shot. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up really always loving music. Okay. Um, some things happened in my life where I like started writing poems. Okay. Um, and after writing poems, I put it to some music, got a few friends, and that's where it all started. Dang. And what uh, musical influences have you had? Um, a lot. Uh, so many. I mean, as a as a kid, uh, people even in the hip hop world that got mm-hmm. me really into it, obviously like Eminem and Fifty Cent and these people who just kind of like blew up when I was like a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, Eminem was a big part because I mean I'm half white, half Spanish. Mm-hmm. So like when you see somebody on the screen that finally like looks like you doing something right. really cool, you're like oh my god this is different this Mm -hmm. is you know so that was kind of a big influence probably the biggest influence for me but i grew up on pink floyd and metallica in my house and ozzy osbourne and Mm -hmm. so much rock you know i used to have system of down patches i used to have a lip biscuit you know and i used to have like all that stuff all over my backpack i had dmx lyrics written on my notebooks really i got a fun story about him we could talk about later uh meeting him at saddle ranch and playing pool with him too (laughs) Uh, but yeah that's Big influences there. So you talked about, we were talking early on too about how, you know, and even now you said about how big the influence of just you being from L.A. And like Hollywood, the heart of Hollywood, we're mm-hmm. literally in the middle right now. Yes. So, and, you know, it's very inspiring because I'm, I'm from a small town. So we're in front of the country. So the, just being, being in L.A. is such a different vibe. You know, it's, everyone has their own hustle which is great and you do see some people in costumes or some people you know just doing their own thing everyone's just on their own grind you know Mm -hmm. so how did you know that you were gonna get into and i know i know you talked about your inspirations and things like that but how do you know that this was your thing like this was what you were gonna do it took some time to Mm -hmm. kind of know that at first um so like just as a quick rundown I uh, even even after the poem writing and getting into it and then deciding oh a few of my friends did music and seeing everything I put it together I said okay I'm going to try it so once I tried it 
me and a buddy of mine, there were, th- there were three of us, and we went to the first studio we ever went to, which was an apartment building down near Wilcox, near the police station, and this guy had his whole apartment decked out in gear. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like a first bite for me when I walked into that guy's living room, and it was just a little small apartment, mm-hmm. but when I walked into his living room and he had an electric drum kit, he had multiple screens, he had keyboards, he had mm-hmm. big monitors, we played music. That was like a moment where I just started to consider, and I was like, man, this is something I can probably really get into. Mm-hmm. Years pass. I mean, went through a bunch of struggles with people I was doing music with and, and you know, kind of noticed that I was the only one who was really committed. Right. And then that just fed me, you know? Mm-hmm. So then by senior year, I'm playing music that is like, you know, my music. And it sucked back then. It wasn't like it was anything good or any right. at all, you know? Um, but to us, it was the greatest thing ever. And when people would listen to it, it was us. Oh, my God, that's you rapping. You know, we're in, <laughs> we're in, we're in 12th grade. So yeah. people are thinking it's the coolest thing. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's great and all. But where I really realized this was going to be my thing was years later, one of my friends got signed and... Um, Ended up doing this whole experience through him, like with his Def Jam signing and all this, where I started to see the business. I I got to see people create buildings and and, and own studios and all type of stuff. And I don't want to name drop too much, but seeing those things that happen instantly turned my business trigger on in my brain. So I come... When that combination happened of the creativity and then mm-hmm. understanding, like, wow, there's big business here and there's money here, mm-hmm. that was, like, where everything changed. Right. And I was probably, like, 21, 22, Dang, 23. Mm-hmm. Um, so by 25, I went and got my own space, got my own studio. Mm-hmm. Um, people used to sit me down at 20 and 18 in the studio and say, what's your five-year plan? And I would sit with the top guy in the room and say, to be like you, you know? Yeah. And that became a problem sometimes because right. people felt Egos like you were going to try to take like their spot. Yeah. yeah. But five years later, I had my own space and was doing everything wow. myself. That's great. And just even with that, like, because you knew, like, early on, like, the business aspect of, you know, music. Because I think that's one thing that people don't really see. Or from the outside looking at, people could just see, like, all the perks of things. Like, For sure. you have this great studio in L.A. and For sure. must be nice being you. Mm-hmm. But they don't know all like the the hustle that you did for behind sure. the scenes to get it. The you know the se- some sessions you had to do for free or some some little th- you had to do so much just to learn to get to where you're at. Now I think that's one thing that not, people don't. I don't want to say downplay, but people don't really want to look at that because you know whether you post something on Instagram or on Twitter and like they see you know your setup or you know a project you just worked on like they say must be nice yep, must be nice course, being yeah. you or like if an artist tags you in something they, they might say like well it was luck or it was like you know you, you woke up to this because you're from LA like it's easy for you but they don't really see like all the footwork you had to do you know absolutely and I think that's one thing that like a lot of people that in whatever industry they want to get into it doesn't necessarily have to be music but they kind of just look at just one thing and they just want that one like they just want like nowadays people just want like a million followers and they don't really For know sure. and what like okay so what they wouldn't even know what to do with a million exactly 
You right. know what I mean? That's the thing. Yeah. And I try to teach that to, you know, artists who come in here and even people like you, you know, right. who are who are doing podcasts and mm. there's so much digital footprint and and ground to make with yeah. the business and in the structures and mm-hmm. all the way down to just getting your your LLC and getting mm-hmm. your business and there's just there's just so much stuff where people see the glitz and the glamour and they think that oh even for me there's tons of uh, struggling months and times yeah. and it's it's never just always easy and, right. and you're just rich because you got a great space in Hollywood right. you know mm-hmm. you still have to work you still have to grind right. it's how me and you found each other I know, that right? was me grinding yeah. that was me at at 2 a.m. Yeah. doing searches yeah. you know that's 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 the work that right. you have to put in. People yeah. people think you can just uh, get to the top or be under the lights. Yeah, but even if you are, when you go back home and you have your 15 minutes of fame, where's the structure? Where's right. the residual income? Where's anything that's coming back to you? Yeah. You know, like... I think that's why it's important to, to in whatever people want to do it, like, just be genuine about it. I think, you know, there's so it's very easy to make the wrong decisions just based off of temporary emotions. Like, some people just want that clout or that follower, that picture, and and um and it's crazy because they don't even see like the bigger picture like with um just recently uh, just a story that happened recently with um I listened to a lot of different genres of music my main thing is I love Mexican music as well so there was a a concert back home recently and it was one of my favorite Mexican bands they're up and coming but they were like I seen them from like the ground up so I look with that being said like if any if I'm a fan of any artist. I'm not just a fan of them. I'm I'm a fan of like their publicist, their manager, their yeah. everyone on that cool. team, you know, because I think when anyone's a fan of an artist, they they forget to look at the structure. Like think of an artist as kind of like the tip of the iceberg. Like there's so much that goes into play that people sure. don't don't see. And so the And not even to, sorry to cut you off mm-hmm. quickly. Um you speaking about what happened at your dinner yesterday right. and running into somebody like Meek. Right. That doesn't happen if you right. don't care about the publicist. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You like, said your connection right. was the publicist. Right. But if you were too if you were too Right. You that's never true. end up there. Right, right. So what you're saying yeah. is so much more of a gem than people understand. Yeah. Because even for us uh, producers, like mm-hmm. when it's just production a big part of getting even records to people is through their team. It's right, through who right. they know. It's yeah. not directly right. to that person. That's true. So everything you're saying is yeah. gem. Sorry to cut you off, but that's no. It's so. it's it's crazy because you know I'm I'm a firm believer. I feel like everything happens for a reason, and especially you got to trust the timing too. Mm-hmm. Like so, this concert at the time was on a Sunday, right? So I was like, you know what? It's great. It was on a Sunday. You know, um, the concert was great. And then Monday came around, you know, I'm back at work. And then, like I said, I follow the whole team. Mm-hmm. So um, I seen that, uh, you know, they were talking about how great the concert was in the town. And it was awesome. And then um, I left work and I was like, you know what? Let me just go get some tacos from a local taco shop, you know. So then I go and it was like I said, it was Monday. So the restaurant was kind of dead. Mm-hmm. And then I go and I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to get to go. I'm just going to get some two tacos to go. And I'm like. I'm gonna head out, but I was like, all right. So I noticed, like I said, it was it was super quiet. Nothing was going on, and at this restaurant, traditionally, like uh, Mexican restaurants, they have like bands playing or little grupos playing, like uh-huh. um, just for like the little ambiance, right? And so I ordered my food, and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. I go to the bathroom, and I heard like someone playing, but like I said, they always have music going on, so I didn't think nothing of it. And then I go to the restroom, and then I'm like. And that person singing sounds so familiar. Like, 
I know that voice. I just didn't know who it was. And then I'm like washing my hands. And then I'm like, wait, hold on. That's who I think it is. Like, that's who, that's who I think it was, you know? So then I was like, but they were singing. So I'm like, okay, Maria, like you're still in the bathroom. So don't cut, like, you're going to cut someone off if you just walk out and just go talk to them. So I was like, you know what? I I didn't want to be intrusive, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? And I remember I was like, yo, God, look, I know I don't pray as often, but like, if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yes. Right. So then as I opened the door, they finished the song and as I walk out, like I said, I know the whole team. Like, so I seen their manager and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was like, oh, you know, um, his his uh, their manager is, is his name's Isabel, right? I was like, oh, Senor Isabel, es usted? I was like, is that you? And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, he's like, how do you know me? No one ever recognizes me. Like, because yeah. he's behind the scenes. Like, I tell you, like, he's never the one that people go up to, you know? So I was like, but he was on my way out. So like I had to come across him anyway. So I was like, oh shit. I was like, you know what? Like, it's very nice to meet you, you know? And we introduced each other, we shook hands. And like, I completely didn't even realize like the whole table's full of like all the bandmates, the entire band's there. Like the whole team, there's security guards, which is crazy. And I was like, I'm in awe because I wasn't even expecting this, Mm -hmm. right? And then they're like, oh, what's up? You want a picture? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, I just want to let you guys know, thank you for coming out. Like, because it's just a, it's a different type of respect, like, that I had for them. Just for showing love to, the like, my hometown, because it's small, for you know? Sure. So, like, you know what? I don't want a picture. I just, I just want to let you guys know I appreciate you guys coming out. And um, the manager was like, wait, you don't want a picture? And <laughs> I was like, And I was like, nah, I'm good. I was like, I just want you to know, like, I appreciate you guys. You know, I was like, um, I, I love the hustle you guys did. And, like, they had their own little story that they had. Like him investing like his last like thousand dollars on him, and then they went viral, and then it just they just never went back, you yeah, know. Like, yeah. and I told him I was like, you know, I admire that. He's like, how do you know about that story? I'm like, I was like, I watched your interviews. Like, I'm a big fan. He's like, I only come out in certain amount of interviews, so the fact that you know, know that, that, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, well, you know, like, hope you guys have a good time. Thank you. And then, um, as I'm heading out, like I said, like I said hi to the bandmates, but it was very quick. I didn't have time to like talk to them or chop it up or anything so i go and get my food and i'm like all right i can't believe this shit just happened you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. so so then i'm like no one's like no one's probably gonna believe mind you the, the restaurant was dead it was literally just me and them and i'm like what were the odds of that so then as i'm walking out i'm like all right i'm gonna just go walk to my car you know and then as i'm walking to my car i see someone outside and it was the, their lead singer and i'm like holy shit i was like maria this can't just how does this just happen you know yeah so I was like, his name's Edwin, right? And I was uh-huh. like, I was like, hey, yo, Edwin, like, you know, thank you for coming out. He's like, oh shit, like, thank you. And like, they just speak Spanish, you know, and stuff like that. So I was just talking to them, and he's like, let's get a picture. And I was like, I don't want a picture. I'm good. Like, I just want you. Like I said, you know, I just like, I didn't really care for a picture because I just cared more of the conversation. Sure. Like you know, because for a picture, it tastes more like what um, a second or mm-hmm. something. But I was sure. like, I'd rather take like a minute or two and just talk to you, and then like, much more of a memory, than right? A story as well. So then there he was like, you know what? I respect that. So like, what do you do? And I was like, well, I got a podcast, you know, like, but it's in English. So, but I do want to venture out and do Spanish. Like, we're just talking, right? And then the security guard comes out. He's like, oh, no, like, you know, like, no, like, no, don't bug him, you know? But he was like, nah, she's not bugging me. He's like, I'm bugging her. Like, I want to know what's up. Like, what do you do? Because you, you present yourself very, very respectfully, you know? And it's very, like I said, it's very easy to like, like I said, 
they're my favorite band. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. would I would have so been down to be like fangirling, but I was like I just looked at more like the bigger picture, you sure, know? Sure, sure, yeah. So I was like, you know what? In any situation if I if I come across someone that I admire a lot, like I'm always the one to cut off the conversation just because I don't ever want to like take up too much of people's time because I'm like, you know what? Like time is valuable, you know? Sure, so absolutely. as I'm walking out, I was like, you know what? Well, thank you. Have a good day. And he's like, well, he said, well, you know what? He's like, do you like shout outs? And I was like, well, I mean, like I've never asked for a shout out, but like if that'd be sick, you know, he's like, well, what's the name of it? Like I said, they're Spanish speakers. So they kind of like, he's like, I just don't want to say it wrong. So he's like, just take out your phone. He's like, let's do it. And then, so I, I was like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you want to do it? Like, he, he was the one who approached the yeah, idea. Yeah. That's awesome. So I was like, uh, yeah, sure. So then I take out my phone and I'm like, with my luck, I was like, my phone never has memory. Like, because I have so many damn things. And <laughs> luckily, I started recording. And yeah, he said it, it was like perfect, you know? And I was like, thank you. Like, you don't have to do that. And he's like, no, nah. he's like, because like, you know, you're going to go places, you know? I was like, you know what? I appreciate that, you know? And then I left, and I wasn't, I literally, I was in my car, I'm like, holy shit, how do I tell people this just happened? Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, just yeah. crazy, you know? <laughs> Mind you, this is my favorite band, like, it's just crazy. And so I called my brother right away, I'm like, you're not going to believe what the fuck just happened, you know? Like, yeah. I completely forgot how to eat my tacos, because it was just, like, so, like, so much going on. And then when I posted, I'm like, you know, I started getting so much love, but I was like, damn, like, it's just the fact that, you ne- you never know. I always tell people you never know who you're gonna come across. And even like even with us, like how we connected on sure, Twitter, yeah. you know. Shout out to Twitter. Shout out to Twitter. Um, it's important to to acknowledge like even like um like how you said you go on the search and like you go on. Um, I know we talked about it earlier, like off air and stuff like that. But just knowing like you have that hustle, no matter how much work you already have. Mm-hmm. Like, you're ready to go at all times. Like, yeah, what's yeah, good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you at? Where are you at? <laughs> yeah, so what keeps you inspired? Um, oof, that's a heavy question for me. Um, people, uh, past, pain, mm-hmm. um, experiences, um, freedom. I have friends that are in jail right now that mm-hmm. uh, will be there for a while. I have mm-hmm. friends that came out of jail. Um, all guys that I went to Hollywood High with and Fairfax High, not even on no super gangster shit or anything like that, um, but they were pretty gangster growing up and getting a little more yeah. into the bad side of L.A. And, mm-hmm. and, and all that. So a bit, of, my big part of that is just like all of that. When I sit there and think like I'm out here, I have this space, I have this ability, I'm this creative. Mm-hmm. I can speak and connect with people the way a lot of people can't. Um, it's that's the motivation. That's right. the inspiration. That's what's. How do you not keep going? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I get selfish, it's the creative part. It's the need to release. It's the therapy mm-hmm. of music. Um, all that. I mean, I I love meeting people and having these organic, one-off conversations. And yeah. We just met. Um, 30 minutes ago we're sitting here having a podcast to me these are some of the greatest things in life though because we're meeting we're two different cultures we're two different people we're two different genders we're two different everything you know what I mean so it's like all that stuff is motivation and inspiration it's like I'm very observant Mm -hmm. and I pay attention to everything to a fault Mm -hmm. um but that's where my inspiration and just drive comes yeah. from. Like, I, I, I've i seen the bad, the ugly. I've seen people struggle. Mm-hmm. I've seen people, you know, uh, 
have the biggest opportunities and sign deals or record deals and then just struggling like you wouldn't believe on the sideline. Right. So when I see that, I know I have to still do searches. Right. Because everything could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're not promised tomorrow. That's mm-hmm. another thing. My my connection with death is like a whole other thing. I lost my father when I was really young and mm-hmm. all that. So that whole aspect of like having to learn for yourself, by yourself, right. and, and, and that drive that's pretty much where yeah. it all comes from. Yeah, and it, it's true, though, because I think people forget to, uh, and like I said, not even just industry stuff, but just in any field of work, like when they feel like they get to a certain point, them like our egos get into play, and like some people just, they forget about being humble, and they just get too cocky, you know? And For then, sure. And then, like I said, like you even said, you know, like you all this could be gone tomorrow, like, and then mm-hmm. what's going to happen, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's why, like, that's why it's very important for me to always not only like i mean because i'm humble all day you know and that's not even like a front it's like something that because i i know people that are like in a six seven figure range yeah like that don't even care to like they don't care about no damn designer stuff like they they don't they're like they're literally down to help people like they're Mm -hmm. just i you i notice that a lot of people that are cocky and like are, are are usually people that have never really had to like start over because I've had to start over hell at times, you know, and I'm sure you Speak have yep. too, you know, and like I've had like a couple near death experiences mm-hmm. where I'm like, damn, like, all right, God, if you ain't take me out that time, like yep. I'm here for a reason then because yep. I it's been a really close cause, you know, and mm-hmm. like I've been I've been so fortunate to have like a great supportive system when it came down. Like my family and my brothers, like they hold me down. You know, like that's I mean, what I was gonna cut you off with a bit when you were saying, you know, the things just you not knowing or or just subconsciously knowing. A lot of that comes from your family, right? How you're raised. You're right. this nice and you're this respectful right. because of that support system right. and those people. Yeah, it sounds like. It. I mean, yeah. there may be yeah. some dark parts of it, yeah. but like. The it sounds like there was love there, and right? That's important because for yeah. me, not to be a negative Nancy, but I didn't really have that. Yeah. I, I lost a lot of family, the people I loved the most my aunt, uncle, mm. grandmother all died within four years, which is my mom's, you know, mm-hmm. mother, brother, her yeah. practically husband, yeah, and her sister all died within four or five years. Wow. So I lost everybody that I knew that I loved out here in LA, Damn. all within that window, yeah. Um, and then our grandmother passed. Um, yeah. And it's 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 heavy, you know, when you yeah. think about, like, supporting systems and just people around to me is one of the biggest things. It's not having family, like the other parts of my family. My dad's side uh, is from Colorado. It lives in Colorado. Mm-hmm. All, you know, they're out there. Um, I just didn't, you know, we weren't in vicinity they mm-hmm. weren't you know right. we weren't in touch as, as much and you know they called a few times from here and there it's not much i could do everybody has their different parts of lives but it was my mom and three kids out here by ourselves mm-hmm. with nobody else for a long time right. so that that taught me compassion that taught me yeah. respect that taught me you know how to maneuver with people because yeah. it's like if you don't care, who's going to care? Like, we're just all going to be people who don't care. And it's right. like we're all going to run around like a bunch of chickens with our heads cut off. Somebody has to care deeply. Mm-hmm. Somebody. Yeah. You know? Like, and how do you how do you know when you find someone that does? Because it's like, I know with what you do for work, it's a lot of, like, work and not so much, like, personal sometimes with work, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, but how do you know you could fuck with someone heavy and, like, you could, like, have that. Honestly, like, 
it takes time for me mm-hmm. uh, in the essence of gaining that respect and like true love in that that like um, entrance to friendship right. I guess you'd say mm-hmm. that takes a little more time mm-hmm. but I can tell if I fuck with you within the first two minutes right day. same so so yeah. so there's two sides of that spectrum like me and you I can tell you I fuck with you already. Yeah, we've yeah. connected we've talked about instantly we both mm-hmm. got LA hats and, like we're sitting here identical right. yeah. like you know so like just off vibe yeah. we can fuck with each other already right. so, I, so I know I fuck with you already in that essence right. now do we deeply fuck with each other right. of course not yeah, like yeah. you know we respect no. so yeah. there's levels to it right. and it's just depends depends on what you mean right, you know when yeah. it comes to work and working with strangers and all that there's a there's a job i'm being paid to do mm-hmm. where i shut up and don't say anything right. you know and it's just like i am just a robot doing this engineer mm-hmm. work and this songwriting work or production work yeah but then there's the creative open side and right. the moment someone tells me to be me and yeah. they tell me to speak yeah freaking floodgates are open you know you you almost can't get me to shut up but in a beneficial way because i will constantly be trying to help you Mm -hmm. it will not be about me if if you're hiring me or if you're working with me or if we're just in here collaborative Mm -hmm. i'm collaborating more with you than you are with me in the essence of in my brain like in my brain i'm more thinking about your process right i'm thinking about your designs and your video i talked to you about videos and all this stuff of your podcast before we even hit record right and that was within five minutes yeah, I know. Like, it's it's crazy because, like, I'm very, like, I think I'm the same way when it comes down, like, anywhere I go, like, anywhere I go, everyone, ha- we all got different, and like, energy levels, you know, like, yeah, the yeah, vibrations yeah. and all that stuff. And, like, I'm super big on it because I think one thing I learned with life is, like, I've been fucked over a lot with people I call friends and all mm-hmm. that shit, you know, and, like, one thing that I started learning more within the past few years, like, as an adult now, I'm, like... All right, you know, people could say, like, they could bullshit you all they want, but one thing you can't lie or you can't cover is energy. Like, you yes. can't you can't yes. take away how you feel when you're with someone. Like, mm-hmm. So, like, like I said, like, within the past few years, I started, like, making my decisions solely based off of, like, energy, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, and it's gotten me to where I'm at now where it's, like, I'm not looking back. Like, I even... It's hard, like, it's hard decisions sometimes when you have to make, when you have to sometimes cut off people you don't want. That's... Tell me about it. I'm king cut off. Really? Oh. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. I, there's probably going to be people who listen to this mm-hmm. that that still are mad at me for cutting them off. Yeah. From women to, to best friends. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you're my best friend and I, and I see you going down this whole th- hole that I've tried to help you out of and... You start turning on me or whatever it is. It's just like we can't hang on for too long. Like people, I'm a big proponent of like if I'm not like as a friend, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing no damage to you or making your life rougher. And every time I talk to you, like I try to help you and I try to big you up and I try to motivate you. Like everything I do when you see me for Mm -hmm. you is positive as a friend. And then like when it's time to switch seats, you got nothing for me. Right. And that has been the epitome of why I cut people off. Yeah. Because I, I feel like used in so many friendships mm-hmm. and relationships mm-hmm. where I get asked to do things. That I show I show up at 4 a.m. I show up clutch, clutch with the space, with the with the event, with the, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I come through for people. Right. And when I get my hand out or I ask for something or even make it known that I might need something, not even mm-hmm. ask. Mm-hmm no one will even reach out right so it's it's 
Cut off city. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true, though, because, um, you know, one thing I started learning, like I said, you know, a few years back was like, you know, if people don't match your energy, they don't need to be in your life. Like if you, if if the energy you get around someone is just negative or they just put you down or they put themselves down all the time, no matter how many positive talks you have, like you just you, I would just cut them off. And like, I think my one of the biggest thing was like, you have to learn how to like cut people off and sometimes you can't really cut pe- those type of people off because sometimes it's family sometimes it's people that are stuck in your yeah, life yeah. and you can't really handle that because mm-hmm. it's like where, where are they gonna go like mm-hmm. you know you can't cut them off forever so one thing that i learned to do because it's like i have some negative family members and things like that but for the most part i just kind of just mind my business like the ones that i really do care about and i'm around all the time is like my brothers and my parents because like they'll put me in check too which is good you know but yeah. They're always like positive and uplifting, and they're like, they don't. We don't have to put each other down to uplift no one else. Like we're That's not. That's so good. That's so great. And and like even if like let's just say if someone does have like a negative person that they can't really get rid of because they're you know family or blood yeah, or whatever, yeah. um, just learn just change the way you you react to certain things because sometimes with with negative people they just they just strive off of negativity. Great advice. And and that's one thing that. The only, the only way negativity could really stick around and get bigger is, like, when you inter- entertain it with negativity. So Ooh, you're, you're, you're hitting my, my conversations right now, yeah? Yeah, and and, and, the, and the thing is, it's, like, because there's, there's so much shit where it's, like, like even, like, um I don't really get into that, like, Instagram hate type shit or anything, uh-huh. but I do see people that, that do, and, like, even, like, people that, like, respond to it and stuff like that, but I'm, like, you know, you're only feeding into it even more. <laughs> It, dri- you know. it drives me crazy. Right. Even on, a, you know, you brought up the publicist uh, uh, working with Cardi. Uh, uh, like she's one of the people that I see where it's like, why can't you always respond to the negative? Right. Like, yeah. wh- but I get it. Just think mm. of millions and millions of people when you're like a regular person and Cardi's a little more street and all that. So, mm. so I could assume, you know, she's not going to let too many people just uh, talk yeah. down at her. Yeah. But when you hit a celebrity and a stature. Yeah. And when your fucking bank account has... Yeah. M- is 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 fine. Let's just say it's fine. <laughs> what are you out here stressing with a fourteen right. year old no pictured right. comment on Instagram? Right. And it was very interesting. I don't know if you're paying uh, or if you saw online, but it, IG announced uh, getting rid of likes. Right. And then she went. Uh, Cardi did a live and went on to talk about. It. She said, "Was she?" And I love this. I would did not even think about this. She she went on to talk about how she thinks where everything went wrong and negative on Instagram was when they allowed people to comment on comments and like and. And oh, dis- right. uh, on the comments on the, so the comment section is mm-hmm. what she was saying is the problem I started to really kind of think about that and I saw this last night actually and I started to really think about it I was like eh, actually that makes a lot of sense because there's so many cowards in the world mm-hmm. there's also so many um, kids just natural innocent kids or, or even just kids without knowledge where when they see somebody do something bad they copy when they mm-hmm. see somebody do something That's good they true. copy so it, just in that essence us in the nature of people, I can see so much how we would just, just find negative energy. Right. Like you know, and I, I, it's the topic of energy has became such a big conversation over the last five years. Yeah. Right. Like, and I'm I'm glad. In 2010, 2011, uh, me and a partner of mine were living with this guy named Gino. Shout out Gino, probably the biggest energy guy I ever freaking met. I was like. Mm-hmm. I was so annoyed by this guy uh, mm-hmm. when I first met him. 
I mean, I'm talking about you couldn't sit in a chair without him talking about the energy of the chair type shit. Right. Like, like I'm just, like, bro, it's a chair. Right. You know, like, right. like, you know, so there's so many instances where people have these big beliefs with this energy. And, and, and he was the first person that I ever met. And actually, we lived in the same house for a while. Mm. Um, uh, so I really kind of got like that knowledge of energy and, and just the talk on a different level, mm-hmm. like way higher than like what people even do today. Right. And he still believes it, like his whole being, what he does and right. who he connects to and just everything. It was my first exposure to that like energy talk. Yeah. Come 2014, 15, everyone's on now right. talking this energy wave yeah. and stuff, right? So I was kind of negative about it in mm. my in just myself already without even a real notion of why I'm being negative about it. I'm just like, this just seems so fake to me. Yeah. Like, people like me operate off, like, just fumes of, like, instant feeling and right, reaction right. and natural just ability. You yeah. know what I mean? So, when I hear all these people come to me about, oh, we just got to bring energy, good energy to the world. It's just mm-hmm. like, I agree. Mm-hmm. But comma or or period, uh, are, are you bringing the actual legit right. <laughs> energy? You Because know? there's some people that, that do talk about like, oh, yeah, good vibes, positive lifting and all that stuff. And it's they're like, negative as hell. And they're so <laughs> negative and like, oh, my gosh. that is All like day, the, the way yeah. they post, the way they treat people. Yeah. How, how can you preach positive energy and have never opened the door for somebody? Oh, that part. That's true. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these are the type of things. Like you're the, you're the person talking good energy. You got, you, you know, you got a, a you know. Uh, two 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 baskets of things in the grocery store. Somebody's standing behind you in line with just shampoo. Right. Are you gonna let him in front yeah. of you? Right. I would. I, I would too. Yeah. It's right. it's a sh- he'll be gone in two seconds. It's yeah. One swipe. Here's a, two, yeah. three dollars. And that's, that's the thing where like you because I don't even think people really talk about that though. Like they don't. They that don't whole to. like fake like you're you're really you act like you're about this positive energy, but in real life you're you're a jerk or you're you put people down all the time. And I noticed that shit online where it's like. Even on Instagram, like, because I'm very big on supporting people. Like, I love, I love that. like, supporting people that don't expect me to or, like... It's one of the best feelings in the world. Yeah, because it's, like, I like to... And I talked a little bit about this, like, recently um, about how I have a lot of friends that are, like... And, you know, they're creative, so they're, like, either artists, musicians, they're, they do everything, you know? And a lot of people tell me, hey, you know, how did how is it that people hit you up randomly to, like that they listen to your stuff like how do you, what do you do for them to hit you up and i was like i don't do shit like, i don't do nothing i don't i'm not gonna be like I, for me i don't like to spam people like i'm not my sure. like i'm just more like hey you know what guys like my podcast is out sure. if you fuck with it you fuck with it if you don't that that's cool too you have to know you're not gonna you can't be for everybody for I, sure i think that's one thing society there was a business conversation in what you're saying mm-hmm. that i'd love to kind of tap yeah, in on real quick mm-hmm. um it's not even necessarily it, and it's great to do what you're doing it's it's a way more of an organic natural mm-hmm. way of doing it right. um but at advice and just like you know mm-hmm. in today's world mm-hmm. everyone's making a podcast right so don't also don't waste your time, your money, your guest time by not giving it the proper exposure. Right, right, right. So you still have to take certain steps, mm-hmm. not to spam, 
but to market and, and right, yeah, marketing, and, yeah, and, and and do things properly. Mm-hmm. And, and I just wanted to pop in on that because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are doing podcasts and 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 doing creative things. I mean, I work with these artists and musicians and people mm-hmm. who just put out albums, and th- we work seven months on an album, sometimes two years on an album for for the album to come out and the artist not promote it not right. post it think that people are just going to organically find it a year right. later yeah. oh if it's meant to be the the youth yeah. how are people going to know there's a right. youtube link that exists if you don't send it mm-hmm. if you don't post it yeah. so there's so much more that's like into that part right. where no. it's like i you're fully it's great that you don't you know um, have to force your right. podcast on people but marketing is a big point yeah like, definitely and it's not like that i don't so like i do have like little marketing thing that i do for uh-huh. it it's like anytime like and we could go more in depth with it like off here too if we want but uh-huh. it's like even on like as far as like upload week like i felt like if i know i'm gonna be posting friday mm-hmm. so guess what so monday you guys are gonna hear about like hey guys sure. so so um like certain topics that we went over and then like tuesday i'll hit them with like a little like teaser clip and then they're, like the next day, I'll be like, "Hey guys, do you guys want it today or tomorrow?" And then, then they'll, of course, they want it to like, yeah, you because you have to get some, you have to get your listeners like yep. interested in what. Like, I'll have literally if I don't upload a week, my listeners will literally hit me up like, "Where the where hell is, is the episode? Maria? Like, where is the episode?" Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm like, "Okay, my bad, like hold up." So then like they're like, "We want it now. We don't care about the whole like hit us up before." No, 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 we want it now. I'm like, "No, you guys have to wait." So then, I do have my little like. Your little you, plan, your little rollout, and it's be. and it like yeah, I would say rollout yeah, because yeah. like I I like to when I pe- when I support people, I like for them to like do little rollouts like that too because yeah, for sure. it gets you interested in wanting to pay attention, whatever it is, you know. It's honestly one of my. Um, it's why a lot of my clients are like just returning co- clients and just mm-hmm. kind of stick with me, because um, I'm like. <laughs> If you do a song with me, mm-hmm. like this podcast, I will probably promote this podcast more than you will. And I'm telling you that before before it's over. Yeah. I'm telling you that during it. I'm during <laughs> like, like just because that's just how I am. It's like if you yeah. do something with me and you support me and you support yeah. my business and you and I want to support you. Right. Uh, so it's like let's help each other push. Let's double yeah. roll out, four rollouts. Let's right. do you know, yeah. whatever whatever yeah. we need to do to get the light on where it needs right. to be. You know? Yeah, sometimes you you just, and I think that's why it's so important to just be so open-minded to meet new people because it's like, this would have never happened had I never mm-hmm. even tweeted, like, hey, guys, I'm looking for a studio out here in L.A., like, because I'm not from here, so I can't just go to, like, I like I said, I usually have, like, my little Blue Yeti mic and my uh-huh. MacBook, yeah. and, like, that's just for emergency purposes only, yeah. you know, but yeah. I was like, you know what, like, I had a feeling, I was like, you know what, everything will work out, like, and everything did work out. Luckily, you hit me up because I'm always on Twitter. I'm, like, active on there, you know? So it, it worked. And I, I'm a firm believer. Like, I think everything happens for a reason. Like, you know, you meet certain people for a for reason. Sure. Whether it's, yeah. like, even just, like I said, any little thing. Like, any person you meet. That's why I I always talk about, like, on my on my podcast is, like, it's, it's very important to be nice to everyone. Like, you don't know who who or what people are going through. Because, like, sure. I always talk about, like, the cashier at the grocery store is, like, just even being nice to the cashier, like you don't know who or what they're going through. Like Absolutely. you don't know their struggle, or you don't even know if they might just need a, a conversation. Like it's great advice. I, I just I just turned thirty um, mm-hmm. in February. Uh, thought my life was gonna end because I just you know I always thought about that day turning thirty and you know, for my yeah. whole life I'm like ah I'm gonna turn thirty and then, oh my god what what what's next and and just just thinking of you know. Um, life you know so like just speaking on um being nice to anybody uh 
I've always been one of the nicer people. I've always been nice. I've never, you know, mm-hmm. as a teen though, and as a kid, we all we grew up different than mm-hmm. today's day and age. We used to clown each other like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the your mama jokes and the all, <laughs> yeah. every joke you could think of, like nasty stuff, like. That's how I was right. raised. So, yeah. like, I was, I, there was a part of me where now I look back at it mm-hmm. where there were some times where I was probably an asshole to some people mm-hmm. as a teen, but it right. wasn't like consciously right, right. trying to hurt anybody. Um, but I analyzed that in my later 20s so much of what you're yeah. saying, where be nice to everybody. Yeah. Because you never know, like, you never what know. they're going through, what right. you're going through, what you're going to need. Like, mm-hmm. my mom's always even told me, she's like, to, you know, um, uh, always make sure you talk to the security guard. You, mm. you never know when you're going to need them. Right. You never know. It's so true. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, like, so the artists that you work with. So, like, how do you deal with, like, let's just say, you know, you get a project, right? And, like, you get bad vibes from, like the artist how do you deal with like negative energy from a project that you work you're working on well the the first answer would be i wouldn't really work on things where i'm getting that negative of a vibe Mm -hmm. because i control that like if i don't want to do it then i just wouldn't do it Mm -hmm. um now, say it was something that was either paid for already, already set up, didn't get the chance to kind of go through that, and we're mid-process, and now he becomes an asshole out of nowhere, or mm-hmm. whatever the case is. Um, in those instances, I would probably complete the job, depending mm-hmm. on the circumstances, mm-hmm. whether that's my circumstances or the album or the project or the right. label or the in, like whatever the situation is, you got to get your job done. I wouldn't work with them again. Right. Um, but a big part of that is just me controlling it and just me feeling the vibes. I've had a few like random sessions on like day ofs where people were pretty weird. Like okay. one time I had a guy in here, like he started slapping himself while he was recording. Oh, wow. Like literally like slapped himself and then punched himself. Yeah. And then I looked to the right and I hear noise. I was like, what is happening? And he, mm-hmm. and he was he was literally like hitting himself to, to pump himself up yeah. to, to do this. I was like, yo, we don't. We don't do that in here. Right, right. We got your thousands of dollars just you're standing on right, around right now. Like, right. what are you? <laughs> we're yeah. not swinging, you know. So I just, I, I try to stay away if, right. if, if I have to. You know? Yeah. So, you know, what is like, um, you know, you talked a little bit about like how, what kind of artists have you been, have you worked with before? Predominantly hip hop artists. Oh, um, okay. That's like the main thing that I, you know, got into it for. Um, mm-hmm. uh I got more into working with indie artists and different people as the years have progressed over the last three, four years. I've started to work with a lot broader um, Mm -hmm. people. Um, One of the first people that I worked with uh, was my buddy Ricardo Sanchez, who had he's passed away now. Um, Rest in peace to him. He played guitar, um, Spanish guitar. Mm -hmm. He would come over my house and. He was one of my, if not only, friends that was like a musician oh, um, okay. in my twenties, and we went to middle school together, we went to high school together, all of that. Um, when he passed away, it, it really messed me up, and mm. this was like probably three and some change years ago. Um, 
but it gave me this drive to want to work with more indie artists and guitarists mm-hmm. and like music like the Spanish guitar he would play would just blow my mind oh, I love and Spanish I'm, I'm half Spanish yeah. um, half white so like even for me that like you know I'm Americanized I'm born in Hollywood so like there ain't no real like Spanish culture right. in me you know what yeah. I mean so just even hearing the way he was playing the guitar and, and just and just oh I was like amazed you know right. so that led me into looking for more artists to work with and I met a guy named Native shout out to Native um we did a record uh, called Bella. Um, y'all should check that out on Spotify or wherever. And um, he's uh, from Switzerland. Uh, sorry, I forgot that wrong. What one of them? One of them countries way over there. Um, we did a record with him. We put a single out. Uh, it's done. It's done pretty well. It's, it's still growing because he's grown as an artist and stuff. But that was kind of the first open door into working with people outside of of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And and when that happened. I kind of haven't stopped since, so now really? I'm kind That's of good. doing indie artists, hip hop. I'm, I'm looking for content creators and, mm. and podcasters. Yeah. I'm just my brain is gone to just being so much more open than just one style of music. That's you know? good. So. It's good that you didn't just put yourself in one category and just because I think that's one thing that stops a lot of people from growing is like they just want to be one thing and they don't see like, hey, you know what, we could do so many different things. You know, like. Yeah. Um, and just so many different genres. There's so many different genres of music too. Where, yeah. um, so which ones are you like? One of your like favorite projects? I know you. I'm sure you have many. Um, I would do more singles. Um, okay. Uh, I did just do some work on Hassan's album that came out called Mesopotamia. Um, singles I've done with the native singles. Still one of my favorites because me and Ricardo produced that and all the things that happen after. It's just somewhere that's kind of close to my vest. Um, uh, a single called Bow My Head with Gabe Cannon, okay. Nick Cannon's younger brother. Um, he is an extraordinary writer and talent yeah. and does a lot and works with his community and does other stuff. Um, uh, check out that song. Uh, that's called Bow My Head uh, with his brother Ruben Cannon as well on the record. Um you could check out some singles uh, of mine. Adam and Eve is one single okay. called. I have a song called I Hope You Understand okay. with Jenny Kwan. So I have tons of different records that like, yeah. I'm very proud of and really, really like. like you That's know? good. Um, but projects, it's a little more, it depends how involved I am. Right, because projects take a long time. Yeah. Like a full-on length project takes People long. aren't even doing them anymore. That's right. the crazy part. Like I'm, I'm getting clients and, and artists in here who aren't prepping for projects anymore. And if they are, they're EPs that are five songs. You know, and What's, that's just like a session sometimes. What is? I was gonna ask you since you, I'm sure you know more. But like, so what is an EP opposed to an album? In in layman's terms, it's like a a short album. A short it's album. Just, five to seven songs some people even do like four four three, yeah I've like seen. like crazy you know like yeah but it's just basically a shorter version right yeah i was trying to figure that out because i know that's getting more popular now just to do eps yeah. and i'm like wait where's the full-length album it's it, it's all tied into what you were saying when you don't do your podcast and people blow you up mm-hmm. it's because of that it's that mm-hmm. there's 
we're getting so much new material every day, thousands of new songs, millions of new albums. And so people are just looking and searching that it's like on to the next. People aren't even living with albums anymore. Right. So then people's albums start shorten because our attention span is way shorter now. Nobody's right. listening to it to a to a twenty three song album anymore. We're just not. Like yeah. no one's got time for that. People are listening even to podcasts and different things instead. They're trying to gain knowledge and stuff. So there's so many different different other reasons of why people's music are short. And if you yeah. notice songs don't even barely go to four minutes anymore. No, they All don't. songs are two minutes thirty seconds to be on the radio. Two minutes forty five seconds. Wow. Th- three twenty at top. Like, that's true. Everybody we grew up on from like older days was having long records four or right. five so every song is four minutes you're right. sitting in there enjoying a full song yeah know? i remember um when back when back in the day when because you know the drive to la for me is like maybe five hours you know mm-hmm. and i remember an album it would be as long as like at least halfway to the market so at least like an hour or two of like material that i could listen to depending on whose album you know but now it's like only 15 less than 30 minutes on the EP, and I'm like, how is this? Or like, no more than 45 minutes. You no know what more. I mean? Like, oh, no, no more. more than that's 30. a lot, dang there. That's a lot. That, except if it's like a big artist, or like mm. someone like you know, mm. uh, you know, who's big right now? Someone like Summer Walker or something. Yeah. You know, their their album will probably be a little more lengthy or yeah. you know, something like that. But that's because they have a demand that's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But everybody else, like indie artists and aspiring mm. artists, they do the EP. We're just trying to hold attention, and we're just trying to give you mm. short projects and short bodies and, and test something out instead of giving you these full bodies of work that. Right. We don't know if they'll work or not. Yeah. People don't even do rollouts anymore. They don't. It's day ofs and week ofs and the surprise album. Remember when we were young and, and, and we knew that an album was coming for eight months? Or oh, like yeah. you know, and there was like a whole thing and there were billboards everywhere, and then right. it was like on T R L and then yeah. there was on you know, it's yeah, like that's true. none of that exists anymore. Right. They don't even run music videos like that anymore. They you know Only song- YouTube. YouTube it took is- took over that whole thing. That's true. YouTube nowadays is just like a different different world but what are some artists that you haven't worked with that you want to work with Mm. that's a long list um i love artists like j cole kendrick i'm like super big on like those over the top artists Mm -hmm. like as far as their artistry goes right them personally they go that extra mile yeah so people like that are like big people i'd want to work with i mean i love uh like 40 Drake's oh. producer. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a lot of different people I could name. So I've always wanted to do records like Timberland or a Pharrell or, you know, just so many people. Snoop, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to just, I mean, yeah. I'm an L.A. kid, so right. of course Snoop is in there. Like, there's just so many people. Of course, Eminem, just because of right. he basically got me into hip-hop to yeah. the level that it's in now, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's there's just a lot. I, w- I would love to work with the big people like Drake and them and all that as well, but... There's so much music and like talented people out there. I, mean, I love like Billie Eilish. Uh, oh, her, I she's love awesome. Her, her brother Phineas, like mm-hmm. those, like just the different sonics, the yeah. different sounds, the different. There's so much out there's there. So there's so much. There. Out there. So much out there. So I wanted to ask you, like, because you know, I know you work a lot, you know, and you have a lot going on, but like, what do you do for like self care? Oh man. This is the part of the podcast you might want to press a mute. No, <laughs> I, 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 I'm bad at that. Really? Uh, I was in the hospital in January for my back and some mm-hmm. other stuff. I 
got like a bulging disc and been battling that for like three years now my lower lumbar so just me sitting here right now i'm kind of in a little pain mm-hmm. you don't notice it but like yeah. you know so there's there's a lot of uh self-care things that i need to be doing um it's just very hard when you're all doing like this music thing it's right. like we get out at 2 a.m there's no, nothing open to eat but jack in a box at right. mcdonald's when you hit the road it's the same thing right so it's like there's nothing healthy for us you know um i'm also kind of like uh not like it's a cool thing but like i'm the man's man type of mentality mm. so like i never was the guy who like had a gallon of water with him at all times mm-hmm. and like ran three times a week and yada yeah. yada i was super big on sports in high school and as a kid that was like all i played i always thought i'd be in the nfl I, that was my dream mm-hmm. so every day for eight to twelve hours i would either be playing basketball baseball or football I, I played high school quarterback mm-hmm. i played in every freaking league you could think of mm-hmm. so I, I grew up so in shape and like great with it mm-hmm. but when i went and change schools in senior year and you, you you learn about weed and all this stuff. I was right. like the last person to ever smoke weed of my yeah. crew. I got out so many times, <laughs> you know, and then you, yeah. you smoke the first time. You're like, oh, this ain't too bad. This yeah. is actually kind of fun and funny, you know, and those things yeah. start leading to like bad habits, yeah. you know, and that's kind of like what happened. I lost that every day, eight hour run, right. uh, eating better and drinking better. Mm-hmm. And just, I kind of lost the self-care tip. So like yeah. to this day, I, I need them, uh, right. s- send them on through DM them, uh, you <laughs> know, know right? uh, uh, anybody, a trainer, like, you know, I, I really need to yeah. get it together. And it's something that I plan to do yeah. very, very soon. And I, I'm kind of the top of the year guy when it right. goes to like Same. the thing and you just, you got to switch your own mentality right. and just go for it. Yeah. Uh, the few times in my early twenties where I was the healthiest that's what i did i just turned the switch off no fast food no soda no yeah what about for like how do you learn or if you do um to because you know with with the 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 field that you're in you're you have to be active on social media Mm -hmm. you have to be connecting you have to be contacting and you know responding back to emails or text messages and things like that like how do you know when to shut off or do you ever um <laughs> I wish you knew me a little more. Uh, just for the simple answer that, like, for people like me, it's very hard to shut off. Right. I every single night I lay down on my pillow to go to sleep. My brain is working. Yeah. Down to the moment where it just I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. But like down to the millisecond, I am thinking about things. Right. I was thinking about this morning session mm. when i was falling asleep oh, okay. how to prepare it what to set up how many mics what mm. you know double checking everything like all these things are going on through my head and mm. that's not even like the creative stuff mm. and then that's not like the personal stuff and then mm. that's not the physical stuff right so like i honestly this this waterhead never goes off like right. you know like yeah. like but i love that question mm. because it's just a reminder that i do need to do that more yeah and don't don't get it twisted. I do have my dialed down days right. and I do relax. I do. I like to play video games and I like mm. to, you know, ch- chill out. And, and, and I'm a big fan of films and r- mm. really like dope cinematography. I, mm. I love unique music and sounds. And so it's so like I find things to just dial back in. But mm. even when I'm dialed back in, I'm still Thinking in the area right. of entertainment or music or right. content creation. I can't play a video game without thinking about a way to create a media company and right. create a content like hub yeah. about it because yeah. it's a fastest growing one of the fastest growing industries in the world right now right it's and just business minds you know that's true the, 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 
it's true to turn it like to turn it off is hard because i was having a conversation last night too about this because you know it was they they were saying like it's very like if you miss a call that's a check that might be a check you're missing like you know what i mean because it's like especially because with what you do you're an entrepreneur you do your own thing you're your own boss so if you were to miss a call or an email, you might be missing up on a check. You know what I mean? That's like, so true. So it is hard and in a sense to like learn when to shut off because you're like, man, this is my business. It's not like you go to a nine to five and like you don't want to pick up their call. Okay, I get it. But it's like this is your corporation. This is For sure. your business. So even you being having being as close to your family, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, so for me, like that's a big drive. Like, how do you shut off when you right. know your family's not taken care of yet? Yeah, and you know the thing with that is, my family has been very like it's because of my dad that I know to be self sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blessed to have uh, my parents. Cause my dad's like they started from like literally nothing, you know. My my dad and, and both my, my my both my parents did, but like my dad, he literally started from nothing and then, you know, is pretty successful and has been my entire life, right? And that's something that I've always admired because we, we literally came like he literally came from nothing, you know. And as much as I want to sit here and say, you know, well, like, um. We struggled, and this is now. We never really. I never missed a meal. Like I never, That's great. never not had both of them in my life, which is a blessing. Like I said, yep. I didn't know not everyone had that shit. Like I didn't know not everyone gets like I get annoyed by my parents all the time, and like yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, not everyone has this, you know. So then, when I started getting older, I was like, wait, hold on, like I, I gotta live up to something because yes. my dad ain't ain't doing what he's doing right now with 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 no college degree, no high school mm-hmm. diploma, mm-hmm. and he's, like, putting in, like, we're talking about six-figure range, yeah, and it's, like, yeah. just to even, like, live up to something like that is tough because, like, I think, of course, like, I know everyone's, that's one thing I was talking to my friends last night is, like, we all have our different struggling point. Like, whatever point we started at or whatever point you started at may have been different from the next producer sure. you meet or sure. the next person. And, like, I said, like, I'm the type of person, like, I'd, ra- I'd much rather hustle and, like, earn my shit than to ask anyone for anything. Like, I'd rather be, like, I started this, and, like, you'll get to know this, like, more once we get to know each other, too. Yeah. And um, even, like, back then, like, even how I met one of my first guests. Well, I had known her since high school, but, like, how we reconnected was because, like, I wanted to make some more, like, money, and I was, like, hustling her, my family's tamales, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And, like, she, like, I was posting them like, yep, on Twitter. She hit me up on Twitter, like, hey, Maria, are you, you going to have them? I'm going to be... She lives in L.A. now, but she's, Next like... Next time you come to L.A., make sure you break stuff. I know, right? And we reconnected through there, but because I, I was hustling the tamales, right? And that's one thing I never, like, looked down upon because I'm, like, yeah. yo... Was good. Like I, I've met so many great. I've met my producer now through because I sold him tamales, which is that's funny. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> and like that's what I'm saying is like everyone has their own point, point starting point, and it's okay if it's like as long as as long as you're not embarrassed of that shit because you gotta own up that shit, own up to that. Because even now where it's like tamales is going back yeah, up, you know, and I'm yeah. like, you know what? I I let people know it's like you can't. Don't ever, don't, don't ever be scared of your starting point. Cause I used to be scared to tell my, like, tell my friends, like, Hey guys, like 
I, my family never really struck. Well, I yeah. didn't see them. Yeah. They made sure to ne- make sure I never seen that. But a big part of all that, all that like uh, back and forth in your head is yeah. just society. Right, like, right. Who gives a f? Yeah, like, that's true. Like, who, no, who cares about being embarrassed? About, yeah. First of all, you're making money. Yeah. You're sell- You're feeding somebody, filling mm. them up, and then getting money. <laughs> right. That's like that's great. Yeah. Like, what is there to be embarrassed about? Yeah. I mean, even in high school, I mean, I remember first seeing the first kids that ever sold like the the chili on the sour worms, oh, yeah. or like all the all the candy bars, and they just have their backpack and mm-hmm. they sell. My first couple reactions was like, wow, that's weird. Like, wait, who's allowing them to do that? Mm-hmm. But, like, so many questions in my head. Why would they do that? Wait, at school, blah blah. blah. But then once I thought about it deeply, I was like. This is great. Like, right. you're a hustler. Like, right, right. you're not selling drugs. You're not harming nobody. You're not doing nothing wrong. Right. And you're making a great amount of money. Right. I mean, those kids were walking around with the most money in school. Right. You know? And they had candy. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, good. Well, be my good. best friend. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so true. But um, but it's, it's true, though. Like, we got to all um, just not be embarrassed of our starting point. If yeah. If there's something that they're interested in, like, as long as it's genuine, like, go yeah. for it. You know, you, you yeah. have... You have nothing to lose and so much to gain. Like, cause sure. even with, um, if anyone wants to contact certain people for, for work, like the worst thing people could say is no. And yeah. like, all right, keep it moving. Definitely. Like, let's have backup. But, so what are, um, some upcoming projects that you're working on? Um, I'm working with a few artists. One, one of the main projects, uh, is an artist by the name L.A. Johnson. His mm-hmm. album's coming out. Um, I believe it's called Coming for Mine. Uh, might even be coming for mines that he's got on there with the little money side. Um, but that's the project that's coming next. That's okay. like I'm really excited about. I'm, I'm I engineered the whole project. Uh, I'm awesome. gonna mix and master the whole project from beginning to end. Me and him have been working on almost two years now. Oh, so it's something that I'm like super excited yeah, about. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that one's coming. Um, I got some singles coming with a few people. I just put out another record called Mine, um, Mine. by uh, Aries Love. A A I want to say R I E S Love. We'll, we'll, we'll check the socials for that. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll drop a link. Um, but definitely check that single out. Mm-hmm. It's doing really good right now. We, we just dropped it, and the numbers are just rising. So that's another one to really check out. Check that one out. Mine. Mm-hmm. It's called Mine. And where can people find you on social media? I know you have Twitter. I'm I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. A, I just got on TikTok. I'm literally everywhere. I love um, TikTok. Uh, oh man, I just found out <laughs> some things about it. I have I zero followers. It got four hundred views on the first yeah. video. That was crazy to me. Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter. Uh, uh, my full name on Twitter, so Daniel, and then uh, R for my letter of my middle name, and my last name is U L I B A R R I. That's the more difficult one. Uh, everything else, uh, I have the same Instagram handle, but uh, Beats by Daniel Robert on Instagram. Uh, I got uh, Daniel Robert Music. Uh, check out Beats by Daniel Robert.com. Um, Facebook, you can just put in Daniel Robert. Daniel I got Robert. the pages, I got all that. Um, so yeah, I'm, any, I'm anywhere. Daniel That's Robert, good. Daniel Robert Music. Uh, pretty much everywhere. Yeah, so I'll either way I'll put it in the description box sure. so that way we could and I'll add the links to the projects you're working on. Great. So but thank you so much for coming out. No did you problem. have a good time? It's been a pleasure. Yes, I love this. this did you expect great. what did you expect from this? Like do you I, nothing. I, you really, I don't know. put too many expe- expectations on things, you know. I love I'm that, much though. more of like a flow guy. Same. And I'm not fearful. Yeah. So if I'm not scared of you, like right. if you're not killing me today. Yeah, you're like we're, we're good. Really not worried about. We're fine. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> no, it was, so, it was a really good episode. Thank, thank you. you. I, I, thank you for having me. It's been great to meet you. Yeah, uh, for sure. Definitely going to be checking out your podcast yeah. and let some people know about it. We're definitely going to be working together, cool. so I'm excited. But thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode, and stay tuned for the next one. See ya.